Transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Okay, so I think we are we are recording once again from the quarantine. This is live. For live. This is a live, uh, live from the quarantine. Oh yeah. Had well, there it. Um, a little it's dribble, a little dribble down production. my mustache. <laughs> yeah. It's not an old heart radio production until you hear somebody slurping. <laughs> if your eardrums aren't like blown, if at least one isn't blown out by the end of each episode. <laughs> We're not doing our jobs. <laughs> so after two episodes, you can't hear us, but you're hooked. And so we you never just keep actually listening. we never actually used them, but maybe we'll hear hear the light of day eventually. We record some fake sponsor ads right when we started Mandate Edition, where you're just screaming about water. I forgot about those. They're on my computer somewhere. <laughs> I was, when we were doing that, I was just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, because we were. Doing it was it was a lot of it was just fun. It was just us bullshitting and screaming into a microphone for like 20 minutes. Exactly, just, just that we never used them. We uh, we we we're trying to fake be sponsored by water, uh, because everybody <laughs> needs it. Aqua cola. Um, but now we're moving on to Oatly. I'm trying to get sponsored by Oatly. So every episode, every episode I do, I'm trying to mention Oatly. So if I forget, I need to remember the to like creamiest oat milk on the market. Mm-mm-mm. The most satisfying oat milk I've ever tasted. Buy with a these black lips. market from one of our <laughs> coworkers. The, the, uh, Oatly, sponsor us. Okay, there we go. Please. Dr. <laughs> Bronson, sponsor us. Dude, no somebody way. sponsors. We need I want something free out of this damn podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it'll it'll come eventually. We'll go to previewing up in Seattle up in Seattle or something. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, just just starting off here. Yeah. Like there's no fucking news. Like, <laughs> no. Yeah. We have we have one thing and we'll get to it later. Yeah. But it's not it's borderline inconsequential. Yeah. There's like, like it's just it's a fucking barren wasteland for good like pop culture movie tv any sort of like good news like that yeah. in that department any sort of nerdy fun news you get nothing you get, <laughs> yeah, you get nothing of it. we're not going to get anything of it for a while sadly yeah dude but it's the perfect time honestly like i saw something about how like podcast production is up like 40 oh. percent or something yeah. like that something wild yeah so like there's a lot of like content coming in like other mediums right now yeah like, dude create content creators are like are better off right I, this is the weirdest thing about it like the content creators are better off right now because there is nothing but a captive audience waiting <laughs> for something the whole, the whole world's a captive audience right the now. whole world is a captive audience that everybody wants to be distracted yep. and so like there's the a, a reality of it is just yeah it's intense dude it, it, and so like any sort of break you can get is fucking nice and yeah, and, that, and there's a million different topics a million different things and a million youtube assholes fucking creating videos and shit that like it's so oh, yeah. nice right now that i think everybody 
one takes a little bit for granted and two is having a hard time sifting through. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, I was thinking let's, let's start off and just like recommend a few things, I guess. I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll start. I've been listening to like, number one, if you want to get like a bit serious, mm. like there's a fantastic podcast the New York Times started doing called The Rabbit Hole. And it's oh. like, what and is that? All, dude, I read the description. Oh, you're about to tell me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you're fine. It's all about it's all about like the weird impact that like social media and YouTube in particular has had on like political views. Oh, interesting. It is fascinating. And for those that don't know, I'm a I'm a student right now taking a handful of communications classes, and like and I'm like going for like journalism and that type of stuff. And like this is fucking wild because it's all like it's the story of like this one dude, at least the first couple episodes are one dude who's getting like shown the same content up like the same vein every day for like four years. They went and got like a backlog of all the videos he'd watched for eight years. Whoa. And it's just like, they're fucking weird. dude. (laughs) They laid it out and saw the pattern of like his perspectives changing. It is so interesting. That is wild. Plus um, the the rabbit or the rabbit hole. The rabbit hole. The rabbit hole, the New York Times is putting it out. Also, one other one. I know it's political because he ran for president, but I just find that I think the dude's interesting and has interesting things to say. But Andrew Yang started a podcast called Yang Speaks. Oh, yeah, dude. I've been wanting to check it out. I'm not a member of Yang Gang, but Yang, I, like, I definitely, Andrew Yang has a hell of a lot of good things to, 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 that, that are worth listening to, I'd say. Yeah. Not, not saying anything on behalf of Old Heart Radio here. But it's very interesting, like looking hypothetically back at what he's been saying and then into mm. the current crisis we're in. Yeah. Particularly because you see things now where like we've already, you've already gotten this wild one like stimulus check put to everybody or a lot yeah. of people. And now you have things like Congress people like Kamala Harris and Bernie Sanders and I think some other dickhead uh, who are passing. <laughs> Let's not forget who they are. <laughs> like, they're like about to try and pass a bill that is going to give uh, anybody making less than uh, 120000 a year two grand, a, two grand a month to get through this shit. Dude, good. That's what should right. happen. But that's but like Andrew Yang introduced to the mainstream media the idea of universal basic income. Just it's, like, it's, just pretty like fu- it's pretty funny. In, in one of his podcasts, he's like, Man, if I was still running, like, dude, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> like no, shit. You know, Biden's like, gonna pick him up for like a fucking cabinet position. Dude, he has yeah, to. he's gonna be in the cabinet. Then he's gonna run again. Like that's course, my money's dude. on that. He, that dude's political like, career is not over. Not like yeah, not to be overtly political, but he just has like interesting things to say. For sure, and like, I bet and, he, I, I bet he'd pull like some interesting. Does he? Do you think he's gonna? Does he have guests on it? So it looks one of his episodes is just him. Talk, him talking with one of his producers and then he has ken jong on the other episode fuck yeah like, dude <laughs> and then, and then there's a, a bonus that dude's funny as fuck yeah there's a bonus with um chris crystal ball like it's another episode i don't hmm. know who she is but looks like he's doing guests so that's cool yeah. i bet cool some like interesting guests on there similar to like joe yeah. rogan's show like i think it's I think it's sort of it sort of rings off the same way that's interesting because his 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 uh episode of the joe rogan podcast that that he did was like wildly popular and i think he probably got a taste for podcasting after that 
Yeah. I mean, dude, it's fascinating, especially in politics, what's going on right now. Like fucking Biden started a podcast. Like it's well, yeah, because everybody like if you think about it, you have to try you have this guy who's on the camera every single day. And to compete with him, you have and you can't go out. You can't hold like meetings or events. So like yeah. what are you gonna do? You have to basically do what we're doing and hole up in like a fucking corner of your house. <laughs> And record yeah. a podcast. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's fascinating. What a it's world we wild. live in. It's so insane. But what's funny to me, and this is like, I've been listening to, I listen to like a lot of nonsense podcasts, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Uh, like I've been listening to the Scrubs We Rewatch podcast. I mentioned <laughs> that right before the show. I loved Scrubs when, I, when it was on. Like Scrubs was, was such a fucking cool show when it was going. I don't think some of it aged well, but that's. Oh, it definitely did. That's like a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, whatever. But. What I took, what I always take away from from listening to it is that they have like technical issues, and they'll have like, like uh, they'll make fun of uh, like people for sitting in their closet and stuff like that and recording their oh, podcast. Dude, it's the best sound quality. <laughs> but it's like it's so funny because it's like all these people who have been like entertaining us on the screens, like big and small, are just basically doing what us dickhead co content creators have been doing for a while. But we're, but like, they don't know how to use the equipment. To our level. They don't know how to use the equipment and stuff. And so it's like really oh, funny yeah. to listen to them fumble it up. You're just like, dude, dude, you can afford better equipment than I can, but you don't know how to fucking use it. <laughs> you can afford to get a third person on the call managing yeah. this shit for you. What sucks about like what, what really pisses me off about that Scrubs podcast. And this is what pisses me off about like a, a lot of like those bigger budget podcasts Yeah, that you have like, they have like a third person producer just hanging out yeah, doing all the fucking work for them. And I'm like, you guys just get to get do all the fun shit. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's a podcast I used to listen to called Tofop, which was like that. And it was too Yeah. <laughs> which I guess it was a joke about like, um, Russell Crowe's band, which is called, <laughs> Fo which is called Fofop. Oh god so they so they named their podcast tofop they just like and it's an acronym for something i don't remember it off the top of my head i think but, i i either like my heart just skipped a beat because i was laughing too much at the fact that russell crowe had a band or it might just be i've been drinking too much coffee but either way i just that was a great piece of info itself <laughs> but well, i didn't yeah. mean to cut you off <laughs> no you know it's it's funny they but these they're like two pre like big name australian comedians and they have like a third producer on all their calls that does all their like mixing and stuff live nice in case there's any problems it's nifty but they'll sometimes throw them in the conversation mm -hmm. but since he's been a part of it he's always like had a robotic voice over his own he always cuts his own audio and then answers his questions in this monotone robot voice oh shit that's kind of an interesting way to put yourself in there like so he <laughs> just like you're still kind of off the grid <laughs> yeah oh yeah i can't blame him yeah, fair enough. Because I feel um, like the people that are doing that type of stuff, they don't want to be the face of something, you know? No, I think it's, uh, yeah, there's different, like, and that's the thing. There's, like, different levels of of interest in these kind of projects. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Some people, like, get really nerdy and really into just doing, like, that audio work, oh, yeah. uh, which is cool. I, I have mad respect <laughs> for that. You can get paid a fuck ton of money for it. You can get paid a fuck ton of money to do that, that's for sure. Uh, but, like, you know, other people want to just, like, really just, like, sit here and just bullshit and that's yeah. that's cool too like us the uh my uh one of our one of our listeners and uh homie of mine jamie she actually like sent in um something for us to check out which is like a podcast it's called the sweet the left right game i don't know if you've heard of it i've not it's so i checked out like the first episode and i, I do want to like check out some more of it but 
it's kind of like um it's like it's like a one of those like story uh, uh podcasts so it's it's got like it's not so much like conversational based not so much like yeah. you know whatever it's, it's actually like, like a, telling a story episode, episode yeah there's different characters there's a you know uh, yeah i think it's a it's sort of about like a i don't know like uh, ufo kind of shit like uh Fun. magical kind of shit i don't know like i haven't really gotten too much into it yet but it was like it reminded me of like when i me and uh the yellow teeth the guy who started this fucking shit with me um when we first started doing this we wrote down uh, a whole scripted show and it, yeah and you it, told me about this yeah it's wild <laughs> and I still would love to make a scripted show, but the amount of work and and this is the thing about the the left right game that podcast. It's really mm-hmm. cool because it's really well done. Like there's like awesome. all these really well orchestrated sounds that like happen at the right times. You know, like the, the the audio quality is like it's like listening to a fucking radio program, which is awesome. Something I've always yeah. loved. Um, dude, radio plays—they're a blast. Dude, they're fucking great, and that's basically what the what these are, what scripted yeah. podcasts are, and so. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's cool. I definitely want to check out more of it, but yeah, I think it'd be like, it'd be really interesting to do something like that, but just a lot of fucking work that would go yeah. into those details, you know? So the left, right podcast, was that it? Uh, I think it's the left, right game, left, right game. Yeah. Listeners check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. Uh, uh you've been playing any games shit. or anything? I have been playing Fortnite, my friend. Oh, good God. <laughs> uh, and do you, you learn to floss? <laughs> I, I have I have not learned how to floss yet. I don't know what I I tr- I tried once and I, I think I threw something out and I never wanted to do it again. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not to make myself sound like an older man than I already always do, but <laughs> old, old Haria for a reason. Yeah, dude. It's a, uh, seasoned up. <laughs> <laughs> like to reference the one time you were recording together in person and halfway through the podcast you had to stand up and stretch. Dude, <laughs> the one episode is like it's, it's so it's in there. It's like oh, yeah, we left it in. <laughs> we totally left it. <laughs> yes, we did. Uh, uh, yeah. no, I've been uh, I I've also been playing, so I'm a huge Dragon Ball Z fan. Amen. Oh yeah, dude. All the way. Uh, and so I re- I also recently got um this like Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Oh, like, dude, what a wild fighting game. Dude, it's like it's like it's Marvel like, versus like, Capcom on steroids. <laughs> dude, I was gonna say I was gonna say that shit's it's like Street Fighter on crack. Like it's, it's, it's fucking nuts, wild. dude. And like it's so fast paced, which makes sense yeah because like of how the show is so you want some of that but it goes too fast sometimes oh yeah it's one of those games that like you can play to complete success by just button mashing but like what i've been doing we see somebody finessing it and like really knowing what's going on yeah by just by button mashing and like kind of slowly like checking out the the move list and stuff yeah i've been like picking it up pretty well but yeah, dude, it's definitely one of those games like somebody could easily take the time and like hone in a particular character and then just destroy yeah. Or you could just like sit there and just go, 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 go. And, and like, have a good pro- time. Probably come out on top. Amen. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that in Fortnite. That in Fortnite. Sweet. Uh, if you ever play in Fortnite, look for Sweet D86. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> it's my girlfriend's gaming account. I don't have one still. I just, I don't, I refuse to get one. I, I, I almost started doing it and I was like, nah. Nah, not for me. <laughs> uh, I've been playing, I've been playing um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey which oh, came out like it. a year ago and 
it's like I, n- I never got to it because i was just playing other stuff but i hadn't downloaded i was like fuck it i'm start playing this what a just like crazy expansive game i was yeah. looking at it and like to 100 do everything 120 hours whoa really yeah yeah it's like nearly too much but it's such a well-made <laughs> game that i'm i'm down with it fair enough like this this is the thing i've found about games and i i don't think i think you're different yeah yeah uh i've just found that like i particularly play game i I get interested in video games that can easily just like shut off at a moment's notice yeah like i'm just like i just like i'll get like i'll like start playing and be like oh this is fun this is fun like i get distracted i don't want to play this anymore done (laughs) yeah totally i don't want to invest but like like that you're always like playing these games that like really like they're way more intricate the storylines are yeah. way more beautiful and like it's Dude, just i mean like assassin's creed is sort of i think you would actually enjoy it because it has that quality of like you can totally just like play it for a bit and then put it down and just really like you can play like i think odyssey you could play that exclusively slowly for a whole year and play nothing else fair enough and you'll eventually finish the whole thing oh, like that that game is fucking wild it's like for those that don't know it's like it's ancient greek mythology mm. and for those not familiar with the assassin's creed universe it's there's the assassins and the templars mm. and they're like two sides of the same coin one's like humanity should be free and the other one's like humanity should be ruled by people <laughs> like that's it's always those assholes <laughs> there's always those assholes but it's um it's like gameplay mechanics are fucking fun like a while back they introduced like naval combat because it's all history based so you have like a you have like a boat and a crew that you can go out and recruit people for and get into like like i I think earlier today i did a mission where it was just like taking down an athenian blockade oh with fucking it was fuck it's it's wild it's a lot of fun though that's cool i sent you what all that oh Wait, what, what, what were you gonna say? I'll, I'll, oh, oh, well, I was just gonna ask, what all uh, like time periods have they covered now? Like, I think it started in like the Third Crusade, and then they did, they did like I want to say the Renaissance. Okay, yeah, I think There's that was one, the second one, if I recall. Yeah, and then and then it went like to like the colonial period in the U.S. Then they did pirates. After that, I think after pirates, it was the French Revolution. Okay, they. And then ancient Egypt and now ancient Greece. Then I sent you a trailer for the next one, yeah. which is going to be Vikings, which yeah. looks fucking wild. Dude, that trailer was intense. Uh, yeah. You, you mentioned some... it looks like a fucking movie, and it really does, dude. Like, I would watch like an hour and a half of whatever that fucking was, you know? Yeah. And it's gruesome, too. Yes. Like, there, like, there's a straight decapitation in that trailer. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't really hold back that much in the trip. Yeah, which I mean, like they, like they do crazy shit. It's a gruesome franchise with a really shitty movie that's debatably the most gruesome thing in the franchise. But the, um, like that trailer looked fucking wild. Dude, it's <laughs> it's so yeah. true though. I saw um, I saw an article that the New York <laughs> Times put out that said, "Video games, why you shouldn't feel bad about playing them right now." Like. <laughs> No, nah, fair, fair enough, man. I mean, like, just gotta it, take gives time. You a, it gives you a break, dude. It's like, it's like anything. It's like, well, the, all, it's like listening to a fucking podcast or everything else we've been like always talking about on these shows. It just, it's nice to give you a break from whatever fucking reality is. And like, if it doesn't give you that effectively, then like, is it really entertaining you and doing its job? Like, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. It's, uh, 
Maybe. I don't know. That's too philosophical Maybe. for me. <laughs> Let's get deep. Let's get deep. Uh, speaking that's of... A, that's, our, that's, our, that's our new show, Getting Deep with Old Heart Radio. <laughs> uh, it'll be a supplementary thing. It comes, right after, it comes on right after C-Rap every day. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love you brought C-Rap back. Thank you, man. I've, I've been... Uh, I've been trying to do, because I believe every good coffee in the morning is followed by a nice fresh crap. And so I've been doing, <laughs> I've been trying to do every time I do a, a coffee and contemplation, I try to do a C-Rap. So. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> uh. so pay, so pay, if you're paying attention, they're all like, they're all pretty related to like an episode of coffee and contemplation right now. <laughs> yeah, I saw the one that dropped this morning. I forget what song it was though. Oh man, I don't even fucking remember. Honestly, <laughs> I moved the, uh, on to the next thing pretty quick. I was like, "All right, that's recorded, done." <laughs> like, like you should with every with, with every C rap, you should just quickly move on to the next thing. Oh man, did you did you catch the one the other day though? This was this was my favorite one. So I did an episode of Copying Contemplation, uh, titled "Talking Shit About Ellen." Yeah, <laughs> and that was a I, great episode. And then I did a C rap about. Uh, the Modest Mouse song, talking shit about a pretty sunset. Oh yeah! I was like, boom, boom, snappy. <laughs> Keep it, keeping it constant. Yes. Oh, so, uh, any movies you've been watching? Uh, movies. Honestly, I've been just like, like I, I watched a crapload of Star Wars on May Fourth. Um, hey, yeah. You know, I, 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 I okay. So, hey, if actually, you, if, if, listener, if you haven't listened, go and check out the Coffee and Contemplation on the best Star Wars fights. Oh shit! Thanks. Um, yeah, dude, I, <laughs> I plug. It. plug dude. Uh, no, I so like I was watching Phantom Menace, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And it's been years since I've watched that, and I didn't realize like what uh, versions they had up on Disney yeah. Plus. But though they has like all these extended scenes in in there, including the pod race scene what there's more of that yeah dude it's like way, why it's would like, you willfully watch more pod racing it's it's way it's like extended at least like probably five or six minutes like in different Jesus areas Christ. like for different things um hey i saw some i saw reminded somebody me, dude. point out with pod racing yeah. that every shot in the pod racing sequence is left to right there's no yeah. variety it's all from one angle yeah it, it's it's pretty it's like in a lot of ways like that like the rest of that movie it's pretty fucking awful it looks great for for 1999 i'll say that yeah there you go it's a 99 classic <laughs> but it just reminded me though that i would i i would love to see uh pod racing in something now just like yeah. with better with better technology and better camera angles you know <laughs> I feel like pod racing would shine in like animation you know for sure for sure I think that'd be fucking dope though. They, uh, if the, it's just like, it's just seemed to be this one thing that they just like had yeah. and they tried to make it this glorious thing in, in episode one. And yeah. then like, it sort of came and went, it's been completely ignored after that. Like everybody yeah, was like, God damn that movie. Racing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's just weird. That movie was, that movie was rough though. It was a rough. We the prequels are just bonkers because yeah. you, there's so much, there's so many like decent ideas. Yeah, which like the Clone Wars really hashes out those ideas well, mm-hmm. and actually gives some like breadth to like the deeper parts of it. Otherwise, it's like eh, something like it feels a bit half baked. The movies, at least, definitely it feel it it feels like the decline after the Force Awakens. <laughs> like 
uh, which by the way i rewatched the rise of skywalker which is like the the yeah, yeah. second time i think i've watched it or third time i've watched it and mm-hmm. yeah dude it it like it, it it just doesn't really hold up man like it already is like disintegrate like i had these hopes that maybe i was just like being too harsh on it yeah uh and it's just Ooh. like it really isn't man it's just not my fucking movie like here's here's my thing is like, i like I, think, I like I, some aspects of it i'll say but like yeah god damn i think i think what gets to me most about the rise of skywalker is i would be able to give it props if it was like a nicely shot film at least you know like yeah dude but the last jedi has its issues but it looks really fucking good all the way through yeah and and same thing with the force awakens dude i love yeah. the look of force awakens but 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 then the like, rise of skywalker looked so generic for a star wars movie yeah it was not creatively shot no the um i i will say like of these new movies the only two that i can say like are agreeably good to most people are like rogue one and the force awakens definitely i think i think the last jedi is stronger than people give it credit for but i understand everybody's criticism to it so yeah well that's why i mean that's why i had that beef with the with it being on the list of lightsaber battles i was like uh I was just like I just don't I don't feel like there is a really solid lightsaber battle between Kylo Ren and Luke Skywalker in the end of that movie. Yeah, that it's it's an interesting moment. It's not a lightsaber battle. It's not a lightsaber battle. Anyway, <laughs> but I think hey, it, I will I, say I will say the only strong moment to me in the Rise of Skywalker is the lightsaber fight on the Death Star. Like remains that is yeah. a cool scene to me. It's not like super creative, but like how they're using the Force and stuff is pretty cool yeah i i agree that's probably i mean just off the top of my head that's probably one of the only lightsaber scenes that stands out in the new movies uh, yeah. which was one of the disappointing things about the new movies to me like yeah. there was such little awesome lightsaber action <laughs> I, I will say the the fight at the end of the force awakens sticks out to me as it's just cool. like as interesting at least. yeah yeah it, it it's that's probably the most notable out of the out of the, the i, the I, I like i opinion. liked finn trying to put up a fight like that was that was entertaining to well, me. You, well, because yeah, because it also sets up like something with his character where you're just like you yeah. it keeps that question the rest of the time where you're just like, is he force sensitive? Like <laughs> he put up a pretty damn good fight against Kyle. Yeah, dude, he yeah, he looks like he's holding his own, like until he got slashed in the fucking back. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, until which they that that was the one time that I think that cross guard actually had a point was when yeah. he turned it into into Finn's yeah. shoulder. I kept wondering. That's brutal. I kept wondering if that was like if somebody just had that pictured in mind, and that was like the yeah. only reason that they made it like that design for his lightsaber. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah. Other than that, man, like I don't know. I, I, it's just been like a lot of like I've been watching a lot of uh, Miyazaki movies, Studio Ghibli movies. Oh yeah. Time. What about yeah, you though? What about you? What I have. I'm. I've been watching a ton of shit, dude. Like um, I rewatched all the all the uh, new James Bond films. Oh yeah, um, and I'm currently halfway through the MCU. <laughs> I just finished the Winter Soldier. Yeah, only we've watched every movie but two. Uh, we we didn't watch Incredible Hulk because it's not available anywhere. Yeah, and <laughs> we didn't. Wa- and I was I wasn't gonna rent it. And we started watching Thor: The Dark World, and then we just went no, and we just we we stopped it five minutes in, and then started the Winter Soldier, and like, I don't really give a fuck. Like, I I know I I know it's like you're missing a movie, but it's the most inconsequential movie. You get a recap at the beginning of Ragnarok anyway. Yeah, dude, it's really yeah. You really don't need it. I mean, um, 
But I mean, so, but we're watching it chronologically, not in release order. So we start off with the first Avenger and then Captain Marvel and so on. Nice. So like, I think next up, we're going to watch Guardians and then Guardians 2 and then Age of Ultron. Nice. There you go. Age of Ultron is kind of a fun revisit because it's not nearly as like, there is some like cool uh, elements to that movie. Yeah. Uh, Quicksilver still sucks. Uh, sucks hard. Yeah. In- obviously i don't even say quicksilver sucks like we were talking about this before when we were talking about music is and like Mm. we were briefly talking about in tune go watch it um uh, in tune it's an old heart radio podcast on spotify itunes and iheart radio (laughs) go go subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts the um the um we're getting so much better about those by the way yes also (laughs) oatly the uh the um we're gonna get them eventually But I feel like Quicksilver, Quicksilver was just so mediocre. It, he wasn't, he wasn't yeah. bad, but he just wasn't interesting. Well, just they didn't. Such a way that yeah. it just came off so inconsequentially. I agree. They, uh, they, they just didn't give, well, because they didn't care about his character. They just didn't give his character a chance to develop at any, in any point. And the so, most interesting thing he did in that movie was save Hawkeye. So yeah. Hawkeye could become more interesting. Like that's it. Pretty much, and that that was like kind of insulting to that to that character because it's it's I, I, I have Quicksilver's a, such a pinnacle character in, oh, yeah. in Scarlet Witch's uh, periphery, you know. Because yeah. uh, and then, then if they're gonna base like a whole s- section of their like universe, their 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 cinematic universe off of like what the fuck Scarlet Witch is doing to it, I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back. Personally. They better they better find a way to bring a Quicksilver into it, you know. <laughs> X Men Quicksilver pop up. That would be the genius move, though. Seriously, somehow he's so much better. He's so much. He's the only good part of like the last two X Men movies. Or at least since Disney now owns Fox, they could just take the way that they used Quicksilver in that movie and just reinterpret that for the MCU. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if WandaVision ends and we get Vision back and Quicksilver. Ooh, and maybe that just reminds me. I read right before uh, recording, WandaVision supposedly finished uh, like production. Oh, sweet. sweet. Yeah, and like they're like moving on to finishing like visual uh, special effects. So like it looks like awesome. that show is still chugging along, dude. Yeah. I, so re- quick retro- retrospective before we get into talking about a few other things, but mm. MCU, Captain Marvel, the entirety of phase one and half mm. of phase two. Like phase one, to me, to me, also, I want to throw this out there. Captain Marvel, I had only watched it once. It got a lot of shit in theaters. That movie is perfectly fine in every way. It is a good movie, in my opinion. Yeah, dude. It has, I mean, I think it has fun energy to it. Um, yeah, and it's it, not. It's not the best, but it falls into like that. You know how like there's the two bad movies, The Incredible Hulk and Thor: The Dark World. Yeah, and then there's a bunch of there's like a good handful of Marvel movies, the majority of them that mm. fall into the category of being perfectly fine. Mm. Like like Thor one, like the first Avenger, like, like the first Ant Man. Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah. I, I I think the first Ant Man's like higher on that group, but like the second Ant Man. The second <laughs> like, like like I feel like Ant Man the Wasp, Thor and Iron Man two are like the weakest of that group, you know? Like they're not bad, but they could be worse, you know? Fair enough. Fair enough. It's like it's like Jude Law overall. 
<laughs> and watching that, I was like, "Fuck, he should come back." I think he should come back. Oh, no. man, I just, I just go. Ooh, also, I watched Watson and be done with it. <laughs> I watched the Fantastic Beast movies too. Oh he yeah, the only good part of the second movie when he no shows up as Dumbledore. Dumbledore. When he shows up as Dumbledore, is the only ray of sunlight in that movie. That yeah, movie dude. feels like like Avengers: Infinity War got a bit of shit for being feeling like a first act. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. Avengers: Infinity War is a good movie. That is actually the first act of something that is to come. Yes, for sure. And also, did you have you seen it? Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. The second it, one. Yeah. It, and what the fuck is the deal with Ezra Miller being Dumbledore's brother? I have no idea, dude. Like, I, and th- that's where I kind of like, I just kind of fell off. Like, I was in, I was into the first movie. First uh, movie, first movie is fine. Be, well, be, I was into it because it was cool. It was like this cool aspect of like expanding that universe a little bit mm-hmm. while also, introducing a fun character. Yeah, well, and, and also introducing like some fun like creatures and stuff like that. And I'm yeah. always down for creature movies. Like, yeah. um, I also like Newt is criminally underused in the second movie. Absolutely, Newt's a really great character, and like it seems so strange to continue that story and start yeah. like branching more away from him when he was like the central character in that like, first in- movie. In watching the second movie, like I enjoy Harry Potter, but I'm not remotely as invested in it as my girlfriend. Like mm. she grew up on this shit, mm. and she was like, she hadn't seen it. She'd actively avoid the Fantastic Beast movies until I was like, why not? We should just watch them. It, some people, some people call them blasphemy. Yeah, some people do. She does. The um, <laughs> we were, we were um, we we're watching it, and it was just like, I saw her just like, what the fuck is happening here? And I was like. It's not that bad, but then after sitting down and thinking about it, I was like, "It is sort of that bad. Like it's it's not good." Yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not good. It's just, it's like, just why is, like why is Nagini why is Nagini a person? Like that's yeah, that was like that was it's one like of those little things like that, you know. You where they see you see them really try to force connectivity. Yeah, or like McGonagall it, showing up. It's just like like way that just absolutely breaks the continuity yeah and so it's just like stop fucking stop fucking risking uh ruining aspects of the original work yeah just to like try and expand the fucking universe yeah you know what i mean yeah Uh, so quickly we got a few things to talk about before you just absolutely run out of time oh yeah fuck (laughs) (laughs) the um um, so do so keanu reeves in the mcu Yes, dude. Long rumored has Mr. Reeves been uh, been been t- in talks with the MCU. Oh yeah, which would be amazing. Keanu Reeves as like a part of the MCU would be so. Oh yeah, R and R, dude. His, his his resurgence. He's in the midst of it. It would be great, dude. The, I mean, John. All we need from him is John Wick, Bill and Ted movies, and MCU movies. That's. <laughs> I'm down. That's um, and I feel like that's perfectly within his like talent range too. But the. I've heard two things and I just thought it was really strange that like they both popped up really heavily this last week. Yeah. So we've rumor, talked about, we've talked about Moon Knight, him being Moon Knight before. Yeah, we have. And so but, rumor, rumor has it he might be up for Moon Knight, but he also might be an even better uh, up. He might be up for the the part of Ghost Rider. Which and, is supposedly going to be Cosmic Ghost Rider too. So. Oh dude, it'd be so fuck. which would be so cool. I mean, obviously, cause yeah. I think, I think, uh, they really need to jump on the opportunity to embrace that character full on before yeah. uh, it loses its popularity. Cause it's really, it's like it all of a sudden Cosmic Ghost Rider popped out of nowhere and became super wildly popular. And Keanu yeah. Reeves would just make a great addition to the Ghost Rider role 
uh, in general, I correct, think. Correct me if I'm wrong. Cosmic Ghost Rider is Frank Castle from an alternate dimension. Yeah. So, okay. So real quick. So Cosmic Ghost Rider is basically Frank Castle, um, who when Thanos last attacked Earth before destroying and uh, killing off all the humans, basically, um, Frank Castle was like the last one, the last guy standing uh, with the heroes. He gets like almost killed. He makes a deal with Mephisto, becomes Ghost Rider, right? And wild. Yeah. As Ghost Rider, he roams Earth for like hundreds of years by himself because there's nobody left alive and he loses Mm -hmm. his fucking mind, right? So he's talking crazy like he's fucking Deadpool, all right? And so now we have the Punisher Ghost Rider with like a Deadpool, basically Deadpool mentality who gets jacked up by the power cosmic because galactus shows up bleeding it like out his fucking guts wait is he a herald wait yeah galactus dying yeah so so galactus shows up and he's like oh fuck dude i was here to like see if like the fantastic four would come help me or something right and like and you know crazy ass frank castle's like nope just me but if you want to give me the power cosmic like I'll I'm down. I'll go fight Thanos with you. Let's go fucking do it. <laughs> yeah. So he essentially becomes a herald. So he's a go- he's not only the spirit of vengeance powered by Mephisto, and mm-hmm. he's he's powered by the power cosmic from Galactus. Mm-hmm. So that puts That's him that wild, that puts him like double on par with like the Silver Surfer. You know what I mean? Uh, oh yeah, he, like, I'd argue more powerful. Definitely. Uh, I mean, the Silver Surfer gets really like the re- lately in comics too. But like this, uh, yeah, he's he's arguably more powerful than the Silver Surfer. He's more powerful than like the entire roster of the Avengers, basically. So. Oh yeah, totally. You know, like the um the the, the pure kookiness of that character's appearance sometimes mm-hmm. under undersells his actual abilities. Yeah, it totally Dude, does. Also, I think it's one of his. This is this is an idea. This is an idea for the future, by the way. We what? should get like deep lore, deep comic lore music playing whenever we're explaining something. <laughs> I like that. It's like this little, like little lore music going in the back. Bum, 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 uh, so, I mean, just off the top of your head, though, what would you, what would you prefer Keanu Reeves to be? Uh, the- Ghost Rider. Because Ghost Rider. I, 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 I strongly stand by Shia LaBeouf Moon Knight. Like, I think. I said it right before. I'm a convert, dude. I I, I would appreciate a Shia LaBeouf Moon Knight because he, dude, the dude dedicates himself to his fucking roles, and I think he'd like he gets, take the time to like get intense. trained. And he has his acting chops. He's, all, he's already fast. yoked. Yeah, fair enough, dude. The uh, and dude, his acting chops are fucking sharp, man. Yeah, like, I, I've I, still I, yet to watch Honey Boy, but you spoke very highly of it. Mm. A very very intense but good and good performance um yeah but yeah dude i i, I agree with you i'd like to see ghost rider out of him um, but uh, a couple other random things i just want to shout out because last i think last episode we both mentioned brooklyn nine nine uh something we kind of pause i keep on you know our radars um for people my age and i i don't know if you grew up with it at all uh recess was like a classic like, a, like staple animated yeah, totally show. okay so uh, um there's this rumor like this fan theory thing kind of like online that's like talking about the, the cast of brooklyn 99 being basically the cast of recess grown up yeah and it and it fits so well with some of those characters i was just like i just wanted to give it a nod like as like one of those really perfect kind of fan theories in a way yeah you know i feel like, like brooklyn 99's biggest strong suit is that they have all these archetypal characters and it's written so well that it subverts the archetypes to a point you know 
totally. Uh, I, I gotta say, I gotta say, the captain is like my favorite character. I, oh, I laugh. Holt, Holt's the fucking bomb. I laugh so much every episode at his fucking lines. Like, just like he's, he's just his his timing is so fucking perfect. <laughs> Call me Velvet Thunder. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh man, I love it. Uh, yeah, yeah that, that show is just good comedy. It's just good comedy. Oh yeah, it's it's so good. It's so good. The um oh, I want to quickly shout out if you haven't heard Space Force coming out on Netflix soon. I'm oh, so dude, excited. I was gonna mention it. Yes, they dropped a trailer finally. It looks so funny. It, I'm so Steve Carell's back, man. Like he Steve I'm, Carell's back. He's with John Malkovich too, which dude, I'm so excited for. I was so surprised to see Malkovich in that. I was just like, holy shit man I, i'm stoked it's gonna be so funny there's gonna be a ton of like office guys cameos too probably so probably um i i gotta say branching off of that uh there's now a space force netflix show about to launch and subsequently i just saw that for the first time this week a space force recruiting video good god yeah like and it was cheesy it. as fuck dude i think i, I love was... that this is the whole this is the whole like joke that that entire show is stemming from too like... it's ha- and it's it's i love that it's happening uh actively like they're promoting it actively right around the launch of the show <laughs> it it feels like netflix has like lobbyists in the u.s government like, which they the definitely do but they're actually doing it for promotional reasons so so in us in a tweet oh by the way uh follow us on twitter at old heart in space Oh yeah, Plug. and then if you have an Instagram, also follow us an Old Heart Radio on Instagram as well. Ooh, good, good one. Uh, so on Twitter, we need, United... we, need like, we need like a we need like a like cash register opening sound for yes. every time we do a plug. Ooh. Oh, do you have one? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, so the United States Space Force posted a tweet. And uh, like it was like their it was their recruitment video, and I watched it. It's cheesy as fuck, but the tagline that they took from it is, "Maybe your purpose on this planet isn't on this planet." <laughs> <Good> tagline. <laughs> I was like, what the actual fuck. What fucking publicist came up with that? They're like, yes, this is gonna like hey, it's gonna get them. Not- it's gonna. Get- <laughs> That's like, I don't think that that's a bad tagline. I think it's funny as fuck. It's not a bad tagline, but it sounds so cheesy. (laughs) So quickly before we wrap up, because we are running low on time. Fair enough. We have a listener submitted question. Oh yeah, shit, man. So uh, Nick Flannery, one of actually uh, my old homies, who just, I didn't even realize listened to this podcast. Um, hey, shout, to, shout to Nick if you're related to a Patrick Flannery. He's a friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I think they all know each other. Uh, oh wow! They, they're all one big clan, right? Yeah. Um, just like uh, no, but so so. Thanks for submitting, by the way, Nick. Um, so, but he just asked. He just wanted to know, like, why did they cancel Batfleck? And so, like, what's like whatever your take is on it? Uh, Dude, I think I think Ben Affleck was just uninterested. I, I i mean i think there's a little bit of that he was developing a batman solo movie and i think he, he was i think he was into the role but i don't think he was into the, the kind of like how robert pattinson's been expressing it i don't think he's into the uh the weight uh that comes with that role like the, yeah the, he wants to be ben eye. affleck he wants to not be batman his entire life yeah i i think i think what happened to batfleck was that like really he his role, I like okay. The, one of the coolest scenes in Batman versus Superman is the warehouse fight scene. Dude, it is the coolest scene. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. It is the coolest scene, and and 
arguably, if you gave Bat, if you gave uh, Ben Affleck more time to be that Batman, I think you would have seen more badass stuff come from it. Absolutely. But I think the, the fact that those movies got shat on, rightly so, for so much, yeah. that it immediately killed his buzz as to like wanting to be a part of that role. Yeah, dude, he's been, and also when you consider he's been burned by every superhero project he's a part, he's been a part of. Yeah, dude, nobody like nobody liked him as Daredevil. No one. <laughs> uh, that movie doesn't hold up. I tried to rewatch that movie. It's like watching, oh. it's like watching Wolverine Origins. Okay, it's like, <laughs> uh, no offense, no offense though, dude. I really like. I I feel like, like that was in the, those are in the early fall. days. Of of, yeah. of fucking comic book movies though, when they were no just one, trying to figure out. No one out looks how... at the early two thousands and goes, "What a time for art!" Like that's. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, that is a, fa- a pinnacle of fashion, and then yeah, trendiness. You know? I mean, like the dudes. Yeah, I feel like not all of like Ben Affleck. You can say what you will about his acting. He's not a phenomenal actor, but he's been a part of great things. Yeah, and every time he's been the comic book like movie, I feel I never feel like it's him fucking up. You know? No, I don't. I don't either. I don't think it's his. I don't think it's his fuck up. I think it, it's it's people. It's the people around him. Whether it's the director, the production, whatever. Yeah. It's the way the movie comes together at like around his roles. Yeah, that fucks it up. Um, but like that being said, like have you have you ever seen Gone Girl? Like that movie's fucking yeah. crazy good. Like it's, fun, and, it's and, fucking awesome. Have you seen Argo? Uh, I don't think I actually did. That's the one that won him the fucking, fucking the Oscar, did it? Wasn't it? You won Best Director and Best Picture for that. He that's started- what. I, that's what I mean. Like you're so talking, good. Uh, you cannot blame the failure of of Ben Affleck's Batman and on Ben Affleck itself, actually, because Ben Affleck has been a part. He's he's been shown to be uh, a a pretty interested and in, like valid overall, overall not bad. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, so and so, so, I, so I, to I answer think, your question, Nick. Yes, back to got, this. He got burned by Warner Brothers. <laughs> oh man, he got burned. And he, like, got, like, and he got burned by the culture. It's a very intrusive culture. It's a toxic culture sometimes, dude. Like con- the nerd nerd culture can be very you either, toxic. You either totally buy into it, like a Robert Downey Jr., mm-hmm. or you have to completely avoid it. Which Disney's about to about to rope him back into the fold. I saw that there's rumors that uh, the Iron Heart Disney Plus series is moving forward. Which you Sweet. know Robert Downey Jr. is going to provide some sort of voiceover animation for it. Or voice he's going like to be in that. Black Widow already. So, I mean, come on. Yeah, he's still getting checks. He's still, he's still <laughs> he needs to make money. After Doolittle. <laughs> uh, so, there you go, Nick. We answered your question. Uh, hey, <laughs> listener, if you have any questions, feel free to message us at any time. We'll, we'll be happy to respond on a podcast. If we yeah. get enough, maybe we'll make a bonus features of just Q&A. Yeah, totally. I mean, that, I, I think that's the goal you know just send us whatever you fucking want us to say because we'll say we'll keep saying shit we'll say what yeah. we want to say but if you if you want us to say something we'll say it for you <laughs> we'll, we'll read your fake names meant to be innuendos we'll do it <laughs> uh all right man i think we should leave it there we gotta wrap this up otherwise we'll be uh we'll be kicked off of zoom <laughs> maybe we'll i don't Entre know zoom. <laughs> um so you know i think one more time this has been matinee edition uh, i'm jared this is Lucas. Thank you for listening, hot dogs. You're all fucking amazing. It's 39 Cheerio. episodes in, dude. Next episode will be 40. Woo, boy. Woot, woot. All right. Middle aged. Well, you guys go out there and uh, stay safe and all that shit. Wait, quickly, quickly. Yes. Can't forget Old Heart and Space on Twitter, Old oh, Heart yes. Radio on Instagram. Drink yes. yourself some Oatly. Follow <laughs> us wherever you can. Yes. Uh, it's true. New episode it's- of In Tune coming soon. 
coffee yep. contemplation as always, always followed by a C rap. Yes, coffee and crap, man. Everybody's, got- <laughs> Everybody's favorite morning. Uh, oh, also, also, one more plug, one more plug. Shout out to Cafe Mela. My homie Brian roasts this fantastic fucking coffee. Sweet. Uh, out of the Wenatchee Valley, dude. I'm drinking this, con- this coffee out of the Democratic Republic of Congo. Fucking great, dude. I'm serious. Yeah. Like, I wish I could give you some so you could pull espresso out of it. It's, it's so fucking choice. Dude, anyway. hopefully at some point. Hey, yes. and also quick shout out because you still work there. Bachelor from Bronson is opening back up one of its stores for grab and go. Yeah, um, man. Your guys' current Colombian offering, I got a bag that last time I was in Olympia. It's so fucking awesome. Swing in there and get some. Yeah, we're about to launch a Bolivian coffee too. Son of a gun. Ugh. Next time I'm in town. All right, folks. Stay safe. Keep the paws clean. Uh, follow us online. Amen. Good day. <laughs> <laughs>